Welcome to the Demon Drumbeat, where we discuss how we create movements that power digital transformation by sharing stories from the industry and our people. Join the Demon Drumbeat for game-changing insights and a community of forward thinkers. Subscribe now, click on the link, go on, do it, you know you want to. Thanks for making the time, Jay. My pleasure. Thank you for doing this. That's my pleasure too. <laughs> so obviously I've had a conversation with Stephen Carl about, you know, the starting of the business, the business being being uh, purpose-led as, as well as the like unique approach that Demon takes to running the business. And a very unique part of it is this very strong focus on people. And that's why I wanted to chat to you and just understand your role within Demon. Sure what you do, and maybe a bit of a background story on on how you came about joining Team. Mm. Yeah, sure. This is the best place to start is right at the beginning. Interestingly, Steve and I, both our eldest children, started school together. So we were stood on the on the doorstep of the classroom of these little three-year-olds when we were dropping them off for the first day, and, uh, and that's how we met. So I hasten to say those boys are now 19, which is a bit frightening. Where on earth the last 16 years gone, I don't know. Um, but interestingly, my um, husband was a very much an international tra- traveller. So when time came to have children, we had a very grown-up conversation that, that my previous role, it was probably best for me to stand down. So he concentrated on his career. And I then took 10 years off to bring the kids up. So as a result of that, I was either bumping into Steve or his wife, Charlotte, at various different sporting events or matches or things like that. And we became friends. And he started to sort of badger me a little bit about how did I feel about coming back to work? And at the time, I didn't know if I was ready to come back to work. I think that was probably my perception at the time. And, and interestingly, he phoned me up in 2015 one day and said, we've got a very big recruitment campaign. We've got 250 CVs in. We really don't know where to start. Any chance you could come in for a couple of weeks and help us? And I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. And here I am eight years and two months later, and I've never actually left. So I think it was one of those very small coming together of fates that has brought me to where I am now in terms of my demon journey. I came on board as, as what I would always call myself as Girl Friday. I did a little bit of everything. I helped out all sorts of bits and bobs. I was writing contracts for the partners. I was doing the paperwork for the clients. I was doing some you know, sorting out all the documentation and making sure it was all in the right place and all the right time. And Generally, the role has just grown as a result of that. You know, that was what was needed. I was employee number seven. We were just starting to get going. Uh, we had our first Demon Day in 2015, and all seven of us sat around one table and got really excited that there were seven of us. Um, and that was fantastic. And then over the years, obviously, we've grown. I've I found myself moving more into sort of an operational personnel recruitment role. So the role sort of, sort of uh, expanded. And then we appointed heads off. So we brought Hendry on board. He's our head of operations. I was still then looking after the personnel side. And then and then our head of personnel came on last year. Around about the same time, I'd had the promotion to chief operating officer. So it was as soon as our, our head of people came on, then I was able to take this role on with a little bit more vigor. It's quite difficult, isn't it? As everybody knows, when you're wearing multiple hats, uh, it's difficult to know what role to focus on at one point. But um yeah, it's certainly been an amazing adventure, and I say that wholeheartedly. And I think, you know, interesting your opening point about people and what's what's essence, what's the essence of Demon. We went to a Demon Day. It was the first Demon Day post-COVID when we got back into a room, and there was about 70 of us, 75 of us in this room. And if you think about it, in the, in the two years of COVID, we doubled the business. So we'd gone from probably 30, 35, maybe 40 before COVID up to nearly sort of 90-odd. 
and we walked into this room. It was a big room in a hotel in Heathrow by the airport. And we walked into the room and I said to Stephen Cow, first thing was, oh my goodness, there are so many people here because it would be the first time we'd all sat in the room for a long time. But it was exactly the same vibe as that original Demon Day that we had in 2015. There was the banter, there was the fun, nothing was too formal, it was informative. It looked like everybody was having a great time. Everybody that walked out afterward was so quick, after, you know, days afterwards saying, that Demon Day was brilliant. Demon Days, they're really, really good. They're really good fun. And that was it. And that's what, we, that's what we intended to do when we did the first one in 2015. And that's what we've still managed to do. And touch points like that are so important for a business as it grows. You know, it, like you touched on to start with, demons very much built as a people's business. And should we turn up to a demon day and not get that buzz, then I think we would need to have a sort of serious look and say, what's going wrong here? Because we are laser focused on ensuring that people come to work because they want to come to work. Work doesn't dominate their lives. It's a work-life balance. It needs to be a nice place to work when you're here, but allow you the freedom to, to raise a family or do other hobbies or just do what you want, you know? And a lot of companies will demand a lot of things out of their employees. And personally, in this day and age, I don't think it's right. You know, when I joined Demon, I was very open with Stephen Cow that I had two young kids and I had a husband that was an international traveller, so I had to do the school runs. And if the kids were poorly, I had to. And if they had a football match, then I was going to go. And they, both of them were always like, well, that absolutely really doesn't matter. You know, we trust you to do the work. Do the work when you want to do it. It's entirely up to you. Absolutely look after your family. Absolutely do what you need to do as an individual. That's your priority. And come to work when you can. And, and that's very much, you know, I've always really appreciated them and their openness and their honestness and their very refreshing, eight years ago, opinion on how flexible working really does work for myself as a young mum with, with a husband that wasn't around very much. So it's a very long answer to your very short question. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's very interesting. I think I was going to ask how how a couple of weeks turns into eight years and two months, but I think I think I've got that answer as well. What what I'm interested in knowing is, do you think that initial interaction with Stephen Carl, with your situation, you know, being a stay at home, and being maybe a bit constrained at the time in terms of what a typical company would expect, has shaped the culture at Demon to some degree or to a large degree? I think probably my role is slightly different, but actually we were all very similar. And the reason why I say that is because obviously, you know, back then, same as now, there's a lot of consultants. Yes. And by virtue of the fact that you have consultants and you've got multiple clients, you do have a disparate workforce. So you have to work that much harder to make sure that you get the connectivity, you are able to come together at certain points. You know, you build how you want to run a business slightly differently than if you would if you were all, you know, all 10 of you sitting in the same office day in, day out. It's a very different thing that you want to do. So I think from that point of view, I was just part of many that, and they, and they, they really did consider it. You know, we've got, at that time we had, I think we had Deloitte at that time, we had HSBC, we had Sainsbury's. So we had people dotted around all over the place. So how are we going to make people still feel part of Demon and not necessarily part of Sainsbury's or Yes, we want them to when they're there, but we, you know, at the end of the day, they are working at Demon and we want them to feel part of Demon. We want them to be a Demonite. So I think that was very much in their mind to start with. So we were always a very social bunch. I mean, we would have a social every, every month. There would be something going on. We were actively encouraged to get together. Coming back to lockdown again and the amount of companies that panicked when suddenly everybody was in lockdown, we had everything already set up. 
you know, we were we were a remote first business at that stage because we were a desperate environment. We had to have the Google Meet set up. We had to be able to have meetings, get together, and all that kind of thing. So I think, you know, they, they were probably sort of quite ahead of their times in where we were. We were a good sort of five years ahead of most organisations. And I think with that openness, and then you put the technology behind you to be to support what you, you're doing as a mission, it's relatively straightforward. And it, and it, it sounds a bit blasé to say that, but I think subconsciously they knew what they wanted. They knew what they, where they wanted to go as a business. They knew what was important to them and they tried to make the two match. And I think they've done a really good job of that. I would say they have done an incredible job. I think onboarding all the way from South Africa and having such a smooth onboarding process has been um, a testament to to that. I think here, Demon, we speak a lot about energizing movements yes. and people. How do you think this unique approach to dealing with the people first and enabling them to use technology to you know, communicate with each other, help our clients, enable our clients and all of that? How, how do you think the focus on the people influences that ability to be able to, to deliver and continue to engage with each other in a meaningful way? So I would probably take it a step back and say, I think it's about finding the right people that like Demon or that, that Demon likes. And it's really interesting the amount of, yeah, I mean, you know, you've been through our recruitment process recently. We have three different interviews. We have a technical interview, so it's understanding how you get on in the role. We have a culture interview. And those two are absolutely equal in parity. You couldn't have one without the other. And then everybody that comes into the business, well, I've meet the founders. I've done a couple of interviews now, but predominantly most people meet the founders. And and when we go, we, everybody goes through that process, we always say, it's as much about us interviewing you as you are interviewing us. And by the time it gets to the stage that you're onboarding, there is a natural connection. There is something within everybody that takes a role at Demon, there is that like-mindedness that's been picked up in the interview. It's that mindset, it's that pragmatism, it's that passion, that progressiveness. All those things that we talk about from a value point of view is very much what we're looking for when we go through the interview process. So I would hope it's not a case that anybody joins and opens that door on that first day and just says, whoop, what have I come into here? <laughs> it's more a case of, this is why they interviewed me like that. I get it. I understand it now. You know, all those things that we talked about in all those various interviews, I can see it's real. You know, it really is a nice place to work. People really do look out for each other. People support each other. I mean, you know, myself, I'm not a technologist and I'm not in consulting, but I certainly know the, the buzz that comes out of those teams that are doing really good work. You know, the stuff that they do, some of them are in quite challenging environments where you're working in the home office, you're dealing with other secret projects that we've worked out with over the years. And sometimes it can be quite um, isolating when things like that you need to keep quiet about. But because you're working with like-minded people, you're on a you know, similar outlook in life, that kind of laid back but very professional way of doing things, you automatically connect. So even if you find yourself in a smaller group, you know that the team that you're working at are going to be a group of good people because you, you're part of something bigger than yourself absolutely and i think also as well it's that whole thing about you know the energy comes from the fact that we're all after the same thing we're all after the end goal we want to do a great job for the client we want to do a great job for demon and we want to have fun getting there and that's the i think that's the main thing anybody who gets to that day when when a project is delivered and walks away from it and hangs their head in shame or disappointment you know we might have done a good job for the client but have we done the right job for demon and our people Probably not. So how do we bridge that gap? And that's what we try to do. I think technology is a very complex system and so are people. Mm. In a technology business where, especially one with such a strong focus on people, you have one complex system 
interacting with another complex system. And then when you bring in the clients and their technology, you you have more complex systems. And I think to counter that, other companies create like uniformity mm-hmm. and they don't allow as much flexibility for people as Demon does. Sure. And we understand that you have lives outside outside of work and we want to maintain that balance. How has that pursuit of work balance with that approach impacted like the complexity of the fact that technology is already complex people are complex <laughs> yeah. clients are complex and we are complex yeah i think the interesting thing that we do at demon is we will say to people that and again it comes probably comes through the interview process the recruitment process that when people join the demon we expect them to be self-starters we don't expect them to sit there and uh, sit in a classroom and be told this and sit in the classroom and be told that that's not what Demon's about. If you want that kind of environment, there's nothing wrong with this, absolutely fine, but Demon is never going to be like that for you. So if you are the sort of person that you know wants to get, wants to do extra learning, wants to, to teach some things, absolutely Demon will support you to do that 100% all the time. If you're the person that has other commitments and hasn't at this stage in their career, got time to do that, that's fine as well. We're not going to penalise you because you're not going off and getting certificates. You're not going on this training course. You're not getting involved in this. You're not getting involved in that. So I think first and foremost, what we do is we make it easy for each person on an individual basis. So we will never look at you, BT, you know, you're a senior, you're a principal guy in this business. We expect you to do this number of that per year and this number of that per year. We expect you as per your job description, to do a really good, solid principal role, get involved where you want. We're not going to say to you, you need to get involved in every working party. That's up to you. If you want to do it, it's that time in your life when you've got a spare few hours, you want to do that thing, absolutely brilliant. And if you can't, don't worry about it. You know, It's that kind of, we trust you to be honest with us and we give you the every opportunity that you want. The thing it's finding, it's almost taking the technology out of it and just looking at it very, very again, very pragmatically. Just saying, what is what is right for you? Because what is right for you is probably not right for me. What's right for me is probably not right for somebody else. So everybody is completely individual. And what suits one isn't necessarily going to suit the other. So therefore, let's make it open. Let's make it flexible. Let people do what they do. I think it's naive of any employer now to think that people will join an organisation and be there for years. I think we've only ever got some... I, I repeat this quite a lot to my team. We've only ever got you for a certain part of your career. And make that may that time be as long as possible. But whilst you're here, we try to make it as fun and enjoyable and help you to develop as an individual. So yes, you will get exposed to really cool tech. And yes, you'll get exposed to some very, very cool clients. And we're really proud of that. But hopefully as well, you get a really good experience of being with Demon. All it will do is help you to grow, develop as an individual. And then yet, yeah, hopefully you'll stay forever. But you know, we're, we are realistic and we're pragmatic about the fact that you will move on. But you will always say... Oh my God, Demon is brilliant. The amount of people we have that come back or we we catch up with a lot of people that leave Demon, actually we stay friends with and we'll meet them, come up for drinks, they'll join our socials and they'll always say, that they'll talk about their time at Demon really fondly. It's so lovely, so lovely. So I, everybody that leaves, I always say, I'm going to track you down and you're going to come back in a few years. I just let them disappear and they tell them they're going to come back. And, um, <laughs> oh, we have had that. We have a, quite a few people that have said, okay, let's have a look at it again. So I'm hoping, you know, we're still a young business. I'm hoping that give it a few more years and we'll start to see some some more coming back. <laughs> I imagine that the, that approach leads to people being happy. And when people are, are happy, they do good work. Yes. 
because they've got that balance. And I think if you look at Demon's track record, our clients have very good things to say. So clearly that, that approach is working. If I were a client coming on and I say, it, it sounds like you're not getting the best efficiencies out of your people, you should be a bit stricter. Mm. How would you convince me that actually our approach has led to incredible results mm. for our existing customers? I, I think we are fortunate now, you know, we've been operational now for 15 years, but probably more so in the last few years, we've done some really good work. And, and as a result of that, we've got some really good case studies that have been written by our clients. Uh, and if there's not a bigger testimony than a client actually producing a case study or, or allowing us to produce a case study on some of the work that we've done, for me, that is black and white. That's an open book. You can't tell fibs in something like that. That would that would explain how we've done it. And at the end of the day, we are a consultancy and we go in and consult and we go in and support our clients. We're not necessarily there to take over and they're probably not necessarily there to take over us. If they wanted that kind of model, they should probably look at you know, agencies or that kind of thing. If they want that kind of work or they want that kind of approach to work, that's what they should be looking at. They come to a consultancy, they kind of get an end-to-end -end service. So it is a, it's a different relationship with the client than it would if it would be an agent. And I think as part of the sort of the, the way that we initially engage and the way that we get involved with them and the, the discovery that the work that is done clearly explains to the, to the customer what they're getting as a value-add when they bring Demon in. I think on top of that, you know, a lot of our branding, we've talked about a lot of our buzzwords at the moment, you know, energizing, creating movements, all of those kind of things is what we do with Demon. Uh, invariably, we will go into clients and we won't be a single team. You know, we might have partners that, that join us. We might be working in the client's team. So by virtue of the fact you've got a team that are working on something there that are coming from all different areas, you know, different businesses, different clients all, all over the place. And the fact that we can bring that team together and make it gel successfully, that's the benefit of bringing in somebody like Demon. We kind of bring that, we unite everyone because at the end of the day, if you've got a team that are not joined up and don't have the same vision, that team's going to take an awful lot longer to get to that end goal than the team that is disparate, um, is not happy, is not focused, is not motivated and not enjoying their job. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, to start with, if you come to work and you enjoy and you have a really good day at work, you know, you'll come back the next day energized again. And, and, and you know, it's a self-perpetuating situation that people enjoying work, they'll come with their energy. It's a very long answer, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, look, I, I enjoy it. it <laughs> I think it's it's great to get the perspective into, into how the, the company operates because a lot of companies mention that they are people first mm. or that they have values that they, they live by. And it's good to get a picture and a view into how Demon actually bring that to life. Mm. Your role has evolved a lot, as you mentioned, throughout the last eight years, the, the eight years that was initially a couple of weeks. How do you see your role evolving or do you expect to evolve going forward in the next couple of years as Demon continues to soar? So that's a really interesting question. Actually, something that's really at the forefront of, of a lot of work I've been doing or we've been doing in the last couple of months. I think we've got to that situation where we, you know, from a UK point of view, we've hit some particular milestones in the last year. That means that Demon as a business in the UK anyway is no longer classed as what we call a small business. It's now classed as a medium-sized business. And with that brings on a lot more things that we need to consider. We're now sort of a different class. There's, there's various um, things that we need to think about that we probably didn't need to think about two years ago. So there's that as a starter. There is also the situation that we've obviously, and I mean, you're, you're aware, VT, you would have seen them. We've spent an awful long time working out what our North Star ambitions are. So where do we want to be in four years from now? And we know exactly what we want to do 
everybody in the business knows what those magic numbers are, what those magic metrics are that we're going after. You know, what's important to us, that magic EBITDA figure, our people, um, our culture, our clients and our societal impact. And those five have got key metrics behind them. So that has sort of been a really good exercise to go through for the last six months because we've got a really clear vision of all those kind of boxes that we need to tick over the next four years. So we've looked at that as a whole and we have said, okay, this is how we've got the business right now. This is how it's currently structured. And it was not so much a revelation. It was obviously quite obvious that up until now, it's just been Stephen Cow and myself and Roger as a CFO that have been looking after the business. It was obvious that if we are really seriously going to grow this business and get close to those numbers that we're looking at for 26, 27, that we're going to need some more support at an exec level. So we have recently recruited a CCO. As you know, Kyle has become our chief consulting officer. That's a brilliant addition to our exec team. And already we're working differently and we're considering things differently because he's stood at the table. And we've also just recently recruited a chief of markets. So somebody that's going to look after the revenue, the sales side of it. That person is due to join us in the summer. Um, I think when he comes on board, that will hugely support us as well as a business. So where we've gone from, you know, Stephen Cowell's founders, they're not, not really execs. They're kind of founders that are involved in the, on the exec board at the moment because we've been a smaller business. Yeah. Um, we will now be a really strong exec team for execs, which then allows us to build the business, to put the growth in place for the next stage. So although we've done a lot of the prep work or a lot of the planning in the last six months, the next year, two years is going to be 100, well, probably at four years, I would say, focusing on that EBITDA of 26, 27, but also all the plans that we need to do along the way to get us there. So my role or, or our role as an exec will be very much about what is it we need to do in the consulting space? What do we need to do in the operational space? What do we need to do in the finance space? And what are we going to do around the market? So, yes, a lot of fun to come. Obviously, Demon has been doing very well. There have been like a lot of awards awarded to the company in recent months. How, how important is it to get that recognition in reaffirming that we are on the right track? The first and foremost is I think awards are absolutely brilliant. I say this quite a lot in, in very different conversations, but I, as long as they are genuine, so I would never want us to go out and win an award, but yet people internally say, well, have we won that award? We don't do that. Or that's not the way we do things. So I always would hope that a award is an external rubber stamp tick of what actually we're doing internally. So it's a way of us saying to people, yes, we really do do this. We really do do it properly. So, you know, you're aware we won a really good award last year about well-being. I would always have felt really uncomfortable winning that award if I couldn't come back to work the next morning, hand on heart and say, yeah, we do have a really good well-being culture in this business. So as long as the awards are reflective what was actually going on in the business, that's brilliant. Interestingly, again, coming back to our North Star ambitions, what we've actually done is set ourselves some, some more targets about winning more awards. So we're looking at winning awards with our clients. Uh, we are looking at winning awards, not just for our culture, we're looking at winning awards as to be an employer as well, an employer of choice. So we set ourselves a bit of a bar there about almost getting that external a confirmation of what we're doing is the right thing. So I think that's a really interesting way and it's quite a, quite a challenge to set yourself, but I think it's the right challenge for us because I think we're confident with what we do. We're always willing to keep reviewing it and making sure we're keeping ourselves on track. 
And if that's right, and people are joining the business and people are working with us and saying, you guys have got it right, why not go out to the external world and say, yeah, we're doing it right here. Or, or that's our affirmation. That's what we're looking for. No, 100%. Thank you. Pleasure. Yes, that's, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for making the time. I really enjoyed our chat and getting more of an insight into what the past looked like and what the future holds. Thank you. Long may we enjoy it together. It'll be lots of fun to do. The Demon Drumbeat, our podcast where we unite, inspire, and empower. Subscribe to The Demon Drumbeat today. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes and embrace the endless possibilities technology offers.